Hey, welcome to the Michelle Mission, two men, one podcast, every black film ever made. My name is Len, a.k.a. the Bat Tribble. And as always, I'm joined by my partner. Hey, this is Vincent Williams. (laughs) Oh boy, we're back, ladies and gentlemen. Hey, Len, why don't you hand me a pen? (laughs) Why, certainly, Vince. Let me reach. I've got a pen. Yeah, why don't you hand that over? Hand that. Oh, look at that. And now I have the pen. Because <laughs> we're in the same room. We're in the same room. To... <laughs> we are streaming live on StreamYard into Facebook as well as on YouTube, ladies and gentlemen. Um, we're doing it live, Vince and I, once again, from the confines of the Bat Base here in Philadelphia. Yes, yes, yes. We are in the same room, and hopefully you are checking this out. Hopefully we've we've detangled a few of the bugs. We still got bugs to to to, to work out. Look, it's all process. It is. It's it is all process. Well, that's the thing. After a year of doing our show, which right. we did for four years yeah just audio yeah oh yeah and then for one year for doing the show virtually and on video yeah oh yeah you know people they're creatures of habit they look look i think it's a document it's just kind of interesting listening to the shows when we first started a year ago true towards the end where i you know hopefully we got better yes like even just the audio Mm -hmm. like just the rhythm of so you know there's now the first show of a new era (laughs) In the studio, live. <laughs> we got to learn how to be together. Right. Man. Well, with this camera setup. The, with the camera setup. Right. The camera setup is totally right. different. Right. Um, and it's probably going to be a totally different right. next week as well. Right. We can't give each other secret signals like we used to do. No, we can't. We can't. No, we're, so- we're like, you know, I'm going to clip this out. Like, like. <laughs> so Aaron Fry asked a question. Uh, the the Facebook group is on and popping. Hello. Okay. Hey, what's going on, folks? Already asking a question. So does this mean no audio mishaps? Of course that's not what it means. Yeah, come on. <laughs> come on, Aaron. Stop. Act like you've been here before. I'm assuming that's a rhetorical question. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but we have a fun show for you d- this evening, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, we have a very special guest who is actually racing her way to be here to join us in studio. Toya Haynes is going to be joining us as we continue our celebration of Black Music Month. And we review from 1991 House Party 2. The Empire Strikes Back of the house party saga is it because there's five house parties i know but i think three of them are canonical true that is very true right like they, like they show up in i think the sixth or seventh one there's a cameo by the, kid and play i think they show up in, in the fifth one there's a cameo it's the fifth one they're right. not in four at all they're not in four at all no. i don't know how much they're ref i mean are they referenced I don't even think so. In four? No. I think like like at some point we'll have to talk about the connective tissue. I think House Party Four is like the Halloween season of the witch of the Well, franchise. here's the thing. This is what trips me up. So what was the name of the group that Omarion was in? Was it B2K? What was the name of that group? No, immature. Well, then I guess No. He wasn't an immature. His See, all of those post new edition manufactured black boy groups i'm real real vague with them so i know immature is in the third one and i think they're introduced 
as plays nephews okay. or kids. Okay. And I don't know if that's the link between the kid in play main cast mm. and then the rest of the house party saga. And I just haven't cared enough to spend the 20 <laughs> seconds that it would take. Because isn't it like Omarion in the fourth or fifth one? Yeah, yeah. He definitely comes. He de- definitely comes in. I just can't remember because I don't think Omarion was in Immature, right? Um, but uh, Marcus Houston was the, is the is the young man that was. See, in. here's the thing: there's a fifty percent chance I can tell the difference between them. <laughs> I wouldn't be uh... like this. I got a gun to your head. You got to pick out Marcus Houston and Omarion in a lineup, and it's like. There, 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 there's there's a striking resemblance between the two of them. Fortunately, if I remember, I think with House Party Three, that ends our responsibility to the House Party Slogan. Right, the rest are directed because the rest are directed video or or television. Right, right, right. So we'll be fine. But again, Kid and Play show up in a quick cameo in one of them. That is and five. In, right, and they're in the studio. Like, apparently they... Yeah, but they, that don't matter. Okay. It was direct right. video All right, so we don't have to... It, okay. it doesn't matter. Fair enough. It doesn't matter. Fair enough. So, as far as we're concerned... This is the Empire Strikes Back of the House Party series. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. All right. So, we'll be reviewing House Party 2 tonight, right. ladies and gentlemen, with uh, Toya Haynes. Yes. Um, who, who I know is very sad that she missed that exchange that we just had. Okay, Deborah Battle filling us in. Thank, thank you very much. Thank, thank, thank you, Deborah. Uh, Omarion was in B2K. That was the name of the group. Okay. And Marcus Houston is the star of House Party now, 4. Now, was Marcus Houston in Immature? He was in, matu- he was in Immature. He so was kind of like the lead. So that yeah. is the connective tissue. Yes. So, yes. so he's also in House Party 3. Is he? If if he's in Immature. Okay. Because Immature is in House Party 3. I know TLC is in House Party 3. Yes, but so is Immature. Okay. Which gets confusing because Immature used to all dress like left eye. They were left eye-ish. Right. Yes, they, they were. Again, this, like, we are now, well, they, in, the, we're co- now in a period of music <laughs> that I very aggressively did not pay attention to. Really? You you, you weren't down with the, the TLC yeah. oh, crisscross? No, no, no. TLC mature. was fine. TLC okay. was fantastic. Okay. But, like, after TLC, when they were all, like, they were dressing the little, the children up like little mop heads, Sesame Street puppets, <laughs> and they couldn't really sing. They just kind of... <laughs> they all just kind of jumped around and like stuff was upside down and backwards that was kidding that was crisscross like post crisscross really was kind of a post crisscross and again they all look like kind of droopy puppets <laughs> they're like kind of droopy puppets <laughs> i don't know and they, they couldn't like... sing and they couldn't rap they just sort of had like all these droopy clothes on <laughs> Troopy it was it was almost like a oopa loopa kind of <laughs> hopping up and down they would do. I don't know if it was that bad, but I hear you, Vince. I I, I see where you're going with that. Um <laughs> all right. <laughs> you were you were crazy. Um remember, remember before we started taping I was saying saying unnecessary stuff mm-hmm. to get people angry at us. Yes, yeah, remember <laughs> that? Right, right, right. Remember that, Vince? Remember? <laughs> Remember that conversation we had? 
You're going to get a nasty letter from the Marcus Houston Appreciation Society. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, Vince, we got an email from Darylin Hudson. Hey, Darylin. And the subject is, hey, uncles. Okay. Aww. It's your internet niece, Pumpkin. Okay. And I thoroughly enjoyed the Idlewild episode. Oh, okay. Uh, at the beginning, you two were mentioning artists who people don't usually listen to and men who do duets. Was Michael Sterling a big deal back in the day? Being that I was born in 1989, I was introduced to the song Lovers and Friends by Lil Jon and the Eastside Boys featuring Usher and Ludacris, just to find out in and around 2018 that Michael Sterling sang that song first. I pride myself on listening to old school music, but like most young black kids, Al Green, Marvin Gaye, the OJs, Teddy Pendergrass, and my mother's favorite, Gerald Levert, were all I heard growing up. <laughs> Let me know that's, who that's, else. That's good reason right there. <laughs> Let me know who else I'm missing out on. Peace and love from the road, pumpkin. P.S. I hope you all aren't taking offense to me calling you uncles. I was raised to put a handle on my elder's name, being that I'm from <laughs> Oakland and we call the elders uncle or auntie. That's so sweet. That is very sweet. I, I don't. I don't take offense. I don't take offense, even though I do have to. I do have to be honest. When I saw "Hey Uncles" and then I kind of like peruse when I checked this out like last week and it said your internet niece um, pumpkin, I was like, this is some spam. <laughs> This this is some Pornhub spam. I was about yeah. to Do you want to know your social security number? <laughs> I I was not ready. Um you know the craziest thing from the Facebook group. I don't know if this happens to you. I get weird friend requests all the time from people with no friends. Oh. And like their their profile picture is real suspect. Oh yeah, somebody get like with the fish lips. Right, right. Yeah, yeah, I've seen them. Yeah, I, like, I, I next them. So, so Vince, uh, yes. um, Daryl Lynn had a question. Yes, were there any voices that perhaps she's missing out from the list of Al missing out on from Al Green, Marvin Gaye, the OJ's, Teddy Pendergrass, Gerald Levert? Uh, you know, maybe some women. You know, throw Gladys in there. Oh yeah, Gladys. Throw Gladys in there. Gladys, Gladys Knight, most definitely. Seems some like Phyllis Hyman. Some Phyllis Hyman. A lot of people don't check for Phyllis. A little Phyllis Hyman. Tina Marie. Oh, oh yeah. Tina Marie. Tina Marie. Yeah, gotta do Tina Marie. Yeah, gotta do some Tina Marie. Tina Marie. There you go. I like um, that. Not just as a singer, but she and as a producer and as a musician. I think mm -hmm. she's really interesting to get mm -hmm. into. Mm -hmm. um, How about some Patty Labelle? People Patti aren't really LaBelle, checking for Patty Labelle, Labelle and uh, I was about to say I'm a big Labelle fan. And Labelle. Big Labelle fan. I would say Charday, who's on my shirt. Hey, what about Anita Baker? Absolutely. Oh yeah, Anita Baker. Yeah, yeah. Anita Baker for yeah. sure. Anita mm -hmm. Baker actually at the top. She just her instrument is just unlike any other. So those would be those would be my choices. I love our, our the Michelle Mission Facebook group. A lot of love for Anita Baker, Patty Labelle, mm -hmm. uh, Damon Williams showing some love for Shante Moore. Mm -hmm. It's 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 hard for me to imagine that Shante Moore is old school now. Uh, Janine says Alita Adams, oh. Bobby Womack. Oh. Uh, here are two. Here are two slept on names, and these are singers. Singers, Rochelle Farrell. Ooh, yeah. Mm. And Patty Austin. 
<gasps> sit with Patty Austin. It, but Denise the shame Williams. Is, Denise, Denise Williams. Denise Williams. I don't know if Denise Williams was on her list. Shaka Khan. Shaka yes, Shaka Khan. Khan. Shaka Khan. I play a lot of Shaka Khan. Here's the thing about Patty Austin, unfortunately. Did she have a lot of solo projects? I was sitting here trying to I think, think she's had of, one of the really good Patty Austin album, and I can't pull one. Yeah. I, I think in the heat of heat, I feel like there was an album, and I know Jam and Lewis produced Heat of Heat. So I think that was a full project. I know a lot of the songs I associate with Patty Austin are Quincy, Quincy Jones. Jones that's right. Right, um, right. That's right. But as far as full albums, I do believe that was a full album. Okay. Yeah. That, that that's the only thing about uh, Patty. Oh, Regina Bell. That's definitely Regina Bell. Bell. Angela Bofield has a very Angela Bofield voice. Yeah. Yeah. That, so there you there you go. There Darlene. you go. There's a there's there a, you go. There's a bunch of names right there. I mean that that'll get you started. Come mm-hmm. back for more when you when you know. <laughs> right. Trust me, we got them. Right. Uh, we also heard from Joseph Lechuga. Hey, what's up, Joseph? In regards what's up, to no here. I feel like we haven't talked to Joseph in a while. Hey, hello, Vince and Len. I was listening to your episode on Idlewild when Len began to sound aghast at the idea of post-mortem photos. I was brought to mind the history of it. It started during the Victorian era. Photos were expensive and folk often only thought of getting a picture of someone when they had died, seeing that it was too much while they were alive. Mm. This way, they would have something to remember them by um, a memento. Oh, that's a, that's an interesting um, point. All right, it's cool. That that that's a good little education. That's one to grow on. There is a potentially really depressing <laughs> vein of thought about that. That actually, um, I, I teach a science fiction class, and I, I use the episode of Black Mirror. Mm-hmm. Be right back. Oh yeah, yeah. Which yeah. is a, just a fantastic. I mean, you, you know, those first couple of seasons of of black mirror are are just flawless but it's about death and mourning and how technology changes how we mourn yeah and and it is it's 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 fascinating thinking about photography along that continuum Mm -hmm. how it used you know before photographs when someone died eventually you forget about them but because you have photographs now you start and then now it, you know, people maintain Facebook pages. They maintain social media. I always say in my class, I don't know about you guys, but when I was a kid and someone died, like the fights that broke out in the families, oftentimes were about pictures. Like who gets the family oh, picture? Who gets like from the right. from the photo album, right? Stuff like but that. Yeah. all of that is sort of gone by the wayside over the past ten years because you can just go to Target. And now everybody has a copy. That's true. Like I have copies of of my grandparents, great grandparents, this one, that one in my house that I have witnessed mm-hmm. battles over. Like when I was a kid, like, you know, people talking about, well, you got mama's picture and you had this one. And now like everybody has it. So it is interesting to think about the photos like that. One of the biggest laments, though, when of that is like when my mother passed away, my mom was like the keeper of the flame as far as the photos. Right. Mm-hmm. And my mom, who was <laughs> be wet, never met a project that she wouldn't take on and do. Mm-hmm. So she had, her project was to have a chronological book of photo albums of the entire family. Oh, okay. Her family, and you know, when she married, you know, my pop, his family as well. 
And she had it sectioned off in years, 1954 to 1960, 1960 to 67, whole nine. And when she passed, you know, uh, then it became the thing of everybody coming to the house, looking through the photos. And these were photos they hadn't seen in years. And now right. people want to take those photos. And to a degree, because we, the, the kids, didn't really have a place for all of the photos. And none of us wanted to be like just the one spot for the photos and plus there were some nice photos like we had my mom had some very nice photos of her parents that like her sister right, and brother right, didn't right, have or, right. or or pictures of her that her sisters and brothers wouldn't want to have so you know you let them take them and it didn't and, and honestly at that moment it's just easier just letting them take the photo as opposed to like oh we're going to go make copies of them because right. then because nine times out of ten when you make the copies it's not the same you're not going to frame the copy it just doesn't look the same doesn't right. feel the same well they can be though well they like can you, depending like, on where you go right i was about to say tr trust i've been through this process a few times yeah yeah you can do it that's true that's true yeah if you're so inclined that's true you know that's true uh we also we we, we have put out a calling a call to the missionaries to give us some suggestions mm -hmm. for topics to talk about <laughs> during next week's binge lounge. Yes. Binge lounge. Yes. Yes. A live binge lounge. Yes. A live that, binge lounge. Now that should be interesting. That should be long. Cause, cause <laughs> they usually. Binge lounge is happening. I love it. Uh, Lynn should get an award for, like I always say, there are two things that I always say my partner is the best editor and producer in the business. Binge lounges and the couple of times we've taped with omar and dorian oh geez i don't know how you pull that together <laughs> yes yes i don't even remember recording stuff with them so the a live binge lounge <laughs> should be interesting it should be fun uh janine batiste um frequent listener to the show and actually out already out there in the, in the chats i see you janine hit us with a list of binge lounge picks um one godfather of harlem from the epics channel i have not seen it i've watched the first two episodes of mm -hmm. it, like season one i think it may be a season two or three by now mm -hmm. um and it was good but it was on epics how do you know how you get epics and i think i only watch it because it's like the first two were like free on it's amazon like, see, like you, you buy a box of cracker jacks and then it's like a passcode in the box yeah i think you like you could scan it you and then epics show up on your like channel. you go down in the subway with the dude who took like billy batson <laughs> <laughs> to turn him into Captain Marvel and like he tells you how to get epics like I don't even know how you get epics I know I know I know and then when you say Netflix epics it's like your mother's friend who used to sell like Amway that's not even the Amway <laughs> like now she gives you epics cause it wouldn't be the Amway it'd be like that like like knockoff Amway <laughs> right <laughs> Like like Yahweh, right, <laughs> right. Like that's how you get epics. Yeah. So no, so um, no, Janine. That's that's a. Uh, but then she says, "How about from Showtime, Black Monday? That was a Don Cheadle show. That is the Regina Hall show with Don Cheadle. Okay. Okay. Like okay. All right. All right. All right. Or from Disney Plus." 
Loki. Oh, but that's only had two episodes. Yeah, it's only been two. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, but you know, yeah. we can still kind of like talk about yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. You know. We- have you guys talked about Sherman Showcase? Sherman we Showcase. Have not, and I love Sherman Showcase. What is I don't know what is Sherman Showcase. What Sherman is Sh- Showcase is I don't even know how to describe. It's like a faux documentary about a black dance series almost like a soul train mm-hmm. type series oh that I think never I heard existed. about that i did i just i, just saw, I think i saw an article about left. that like, and it it, it really so is bizarre. Really bizarre so it's a faux documentary so right. it's a, so it's a mockumentary right yes. so it is supposed to be funny yes mm-hmm. where is it where is it on it's on it's or IFC maybe it's AMC or yeah, IFC. IFC. It's IFC. on cable though. IFC. So so that's next to Epics because I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> if they didn't got a Roku channel, I don't. Yeah. Right. I don't. Yeah. I don't see it. Yeah. I'm sorry. I like Sherman Showcase though. So weird. Yeah. I well maybe so we'll have to check that out. Um. So that was so that was what Janine's suggestion. Thank you, Janine. We'll, we'll try and work with that. Um, we also got, let's see, uh, we got some more. I saw um, Ashley Saunders. Hey, Ashley. Greetings and salutations to the Michelle Mission from the e- Euphonious Funk. All right. Please consider the following topics for the upcoming Binge Lounge on 629-21. Okay. All right. <laughs> Number one. Number one. Top five black comic characters. Comic books? Like comic book specifically says black comic so <laughs> we take it as we take it as oh, a, boy take it as it were number two top five comic book with black creators minimum of the artist or writer being black oh number three okay current comics with black characters that you are currently reading okay number four i'm assuming everyone is reading bitterroot and um Excellence. I, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't check out Excellence. Excellence is good. I didn't check out Excellence. excellence Bitterroot is, is all that. Yeah. Is yeah. All excellence that. and Bitterroot. Uh, yeah. Excellence is is well excellent. You, did you read Far Sector? Far Sector is 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 that business. Far Sector yeah, is that word. Yeah. Um. And then the last topic suggestion: favorite black comic book artist or writer or and writer actually. Okay. All right. We got an email from Belinda Silber. Hey, Belinda. Big Mama ain't feeling Tyler Perry. Oh. That's the subject line. Oh, boy. I'm a 70-year-old super duda Missy Elliott loving Sankufa tat wearing Big Mama to a student at Alcon. Okay. Just want you to know that I was too busy attending August Wilson plays to go to the Mama Jesus third rate actors plays at the Airy (laughs) Crown here in Chicago. (laughs) Usually pronounced Ariel Crown by the attendees. (laughs) Just want you to know that I have never or will ever see a Medea film more of a small axe big mama myself. All right. Belinda. Well, all right, Belinda. Okay. Duly noted. Okay. Well. Ooh. I guess she's not checking for Netflix. No, she's not. She's watching Amazon Prime and watching Small Axe. She's watching good stuff. Or she's watching High on the Hawk. Which Farrell Blackwell just mentioned. I didn't expect High on the Hawk to have such an emotional thread yeah yeah i've only watched one episode and then part of the second episode and then like like me and the wife have like a date night and we realize okay we need to get our heads right like we can't just oh yeah watch because i thought it was just gonna be 
About food. Right, food. Yeah. Food, you know, church dinners and the heaviest uh, part is in the beginning. So right. Like you, once up, you get over that. Yeah. Okay. I, oh, I was a mess. Because it, it lightens up. There's a part that's in Philadelphia, which is great. Okay. Yeah, I heard that. So, yeah. Yeah. But All right. yeah, it's having me again. It's one of those. It's, High on a Hog is one of those shows that I definitely want to watch. It's excellent. But It is excellent. Am I weird because I want to watch it with someone? No. I no, because it's kind of communal. It yeah, I want to. I want to watch it with someone. Yeah, and and, I, and then unlike you guys, I live by myself, so right. you know, I don't. You know, yeah, it feels communal. I can see it. I don't think that's weird. Yeah, so. watch it with your sisters. That would be perfect to watch with your sisters. How long is it? Because it's a few episodes. Well, right? it's a few episodes. I mean, my mom and I binged it like the entire time. I guess we could binge it. it. Like it was perfect. See, but I can't watch it with my sisters because my sisters talk through stuff <sighs> incessantly talk and my one sister she'll talk and then want to rewind and i'm like yeah i don't <laughs> yeah I guess... I my mother and to... i both talk through things so we that that's works. fine if you see like they could watch it <laughs> together yeah. we yeah. Talk through things, i can't but... i can't be in the room with yeah. them no 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 As a matter of fact like if you go over my sister's house like my, my sister leslie who you know mm. her husband tony has a list of shows that he has watched that he gives to her so that she can watch it because he can't watch them with her because oh, he'll never get through them. Never get through. So he's like, "Here, baby, here's your, here's your watch list." Right. And then right. she'll go. And, uh, I like Leslie so much. I, <laughs> I I too like commentary, so I understand. I think we all know, including Lynn, who the cooler twin is. Oh yeah. So. Hey. <laughs> Anyway, so thank you for each and every one of yes, you out there yes, for all of your you. uh, listener listener mail. We appreciate it. Before we get into our review, we got a, one little piece of cross promotion that we need to do. Yes, with you, uh, Vince, and I actually we we enjoy talking about stuff so much <laughs> that we got together <laughs> to talk about music and not just any music we got together to talk about the music of new edition with toya yes. on her podcast the first time i heard it was about the first time we heard new edition it was a very very enjoyable episode we had a great time and i think it's up it's up for people to listen to now right it is it's up everywhere as, as these guys say everywhere podcast b all right. That's right. Where and it I've actually listened to it a couple times. Really? It's, it's so 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 much of it is so funny to mm. me. So like I've listened to it a few times. I enjoyed it so much and thank you guys for being here. Oh, on. of course. It was, it was a pleasure. A blast. It, it 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 mm-hmm. is funny. Yeah. It's it's also deeply personal. So <laughs> I'm just letting you know when when you do listen to that, you know, it is personal for some of Those us. Those of you who think <sighs> Lynn hates everything, Lynn doesn't hate everything. Oh, oh, oh no. Oh, no. Lynn I'm, doesn't hate everything. Lynn added some really touching um, <laughs> stories about his experiences being a New Edition fan as a young man. Um from pictures on the walls to drawing comic book storylines mm-hmm, mm-hmm. for videos. Um, yeah, yeah. You know, I believe you've heard from Ronnie DeVoe's attorneys <laughs> over the past two days. <laughs> yeah, we can't talk about that. It's. I mean, listen. It's. 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 I'm not saying because it's my podcast, 
but it is a must here. If you love the Michelle Mission, you do not want to miss <laughs> them in this element. I was telling somebody the other day, this is the only, in fact, you probably know this, this is the only episode I've ever had where I've argued and disagreed That's with true. That's <laughs> nice. <laughs> Very true. See. The only one. And then I left severely concerned for their well-being. Like... <laughs> It's true. Yeah, it's it's the only one, but that's what made it so fun, I think, for me, is that it's not, it wasn't a bunch of, you know, oh, I just like gushing in love. Like, it was, but then it was like, wait a minute. Mm -hmm. This is not true about New Edition, your opinion, you know. But then, like I always say, (laughs) everyone is entitled to their wrong opinion. (laughs) Everyone. (laughs) You cannot rob people of that. So anyway... (laughs) But Toya wanted to bring a little touch of that yes. podcast yes. to the actual Michelle mission tonight. So what you got for us, Toya? I'm so upset I did not get to print out my spreadsheets. Okay. So <laughs> spreadsheets? But I can add you to my Google sheet if you'd like. Um, there are new edition spreadsheets? <laughs> there's a Google sheet that I have okay. where one day we had a discussion oh, about right. verses. Yes. And we were talking about like who could should compete on versus. And I have said for the past couple months that New Edition, they are the only group that could actually compete amongst themselves. Yes. Hmm. So when we were talking about this You don't think the boys of Drew Hill would stand a chance against Cisco? No. Okay. No. <laughs> okay. Just, I don't. Not even not. Woody's uh gospel album. <laughs> I was just about to say, except for Woody, did anyone else in Drew Hill have a solo project? No. I didn't even know what Jazz he was had one, but it was shelved. Your Drew Hill knowledge is impressive <laughs> and a little frightening. You know about Jazz's unreleased album. First of all, can you name all four members of Drew Hill? Yes. So you said I, I, I knew, of course, Cisco, Cisco, and, and w- Nokio, Woody, Nokia. and Jazz. Okay, here's a deep cut. Who's the one that came in later? The fifth Drew Hill. That's on another spreadsheet. Okay, okay. Are we talking <laughs> about Drew Hill like this? <laughs> we just spent 15 minutes on Immature. I think we got five minutes before Drew Hill. So, guys, so I was saying, I was lining these up because this became very important to me. Yes, yes. And I had to put in a spreadsheet because I said, if I'm going to come up with these things, I need to show my work. So, this became the challenge. What do we do about Ralph Tresvent's? Hits because he has had the least amount of hits. He, because I'm assuming Bobby must have two other pages. Yeah. Listen, this was hard because really it was take Bobby Brown stuff, right, right, and then just kind of mix it in with everybody else because he has so many, right. So like, let's say if you look here, wait, are these the four Bobby Brown that that these are your best Bobby Browns? No, you have to read across. You have okay, to read got you. All right. So, because I like is, humping around, but right. <laughs> so this is what this had to do. It was like rock with you against my my my. Mm. Do what I got to do against when will I see you smile again? So it's mm. like those two ballads against rock with you. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I, I, so, I got so you. these Bobby are... against Johnny okay. and then Ralph against BBD. So there's only a couple. I don't even think there's even a couple where it's like everyone against everyone. Right, right, that just right. was not happening. Right. So, Fairweather Friend against Sensitivity. Okay. They're asking for you, can you put this the sheet in the Facebook group? I will. Thank you for asking. <laughs> because this is a document that must be studied. <laughs> Thank you Without for distraction. Asking. And, and, and Damon, <laughs> of all people... 
the fifth Drew Hill was Scola. Thank you, Damon. <laughs> well, you know, Baltimore stand up. <laughs> Scola. They couldn't come up with anything better Look, than Scola. You know how I feel about Drew Hill because they used to sing at the Fudgery. I know. You at the, just, at the yes. harbor. You don't feel Oh, please know in line seven. Oh, <laughs> is there edits? In line seven. Hold on. So the reason for line seven is that these are all soundtrack songs. So this, okay. This right, is right, where right, it becomes right. fair. So right, like right, you right. got. Is rated R in here? No, but yo baby, yo baby, yo. Against There You Go by Johnny Gill, against On Our Own by Bobby Brown. Okay. Or Money Can Buy You Love. Like, Ralph has a choice between those two. Now, again, again, <laughs> oh, Ralph it, got everyone options. is just sort of skipping around Bobby Brown's legs because On Our Own has the entire plot yeah. of Ghostbusters 2 in the rap. And so, this is the thing it's not even about who wins. It's about how can we make sure everybody gets, a gets to participate. <laughs> that's, a, that's, what, right. that's all. Like, we're going to hand the statue to Bobby exactly. at the beginning. Okay, right, Bobby, right. you the winner. Now we just going to talk. Here's, yeah. the, here's the shape. We're making Ralph earn his participation <laughs> trophy. He is dancing his heart out in, in House Party 2. I don't Isn't know. He though? I said, he is. Isn't he though? I said, Ralph is dancing for his dinner right now. You know, he's, I have so much to say about that. <laughs> <laughs> so much. I, I I don't want to slip into the review, but when he dropped his hat, mm-hmm. but then maneuvered himself to put the hat back on, I said, "That's that new addition training right yes. there." I've seen Ralph drop mics or like almost drop mics, mm-hmm. and it looks so dope the way he does it because mm-hmm. it just like that's spins right in the air, and he's just that's right, that's right. It's Ralph Johnson. That's what he does. <laughs> God, I don't play behind Ralph. <laughs> George Camona said it's a battle for silver. (laughs) (laughs) So anyway, yes, I will put this in the Facebook group with explanations as needed. Okay. This is is fun. This is fun. I mean, I think a new edition versus would be fun. It would be fun if you get all of them to participate, not start fighting. Johnny will be there on time. Johnny will be there on time. Johnny's there now. You're right, Chuck. Right. Johnny's waiting. They're, they're shooting at each other. Like, God damn, new edition. Good job. Like, y'all been famous longer than not. I know. It's really, it's a shame. It's a shame. But anyway, <clears throat> well, thank you, Toya. Yes. Thank yes. You. And we are looking forward to looking at that at our, at our leisure. Just have fun. Have fun with that. Have fun perusing. Yes, and see how how that will work out. Right, right now we've been talking for wow, forty three minutes. It is time. It's our first time back. That's true. It's our first time back. It's a guest. It's a new setup. We're live. Like the last time we were talking about this before we we started taping. The last time we were together, we were doing it really kind of old like we've added a whole different dimension to the Michelle mission experience that's very true very true and you we sit around and bullshitting and <laughs> talk and then you start taping then you stop taping and then now there's a whole deal you're right you're absolutely right Vince so, All right. so let's get into our review of House Party 2 we'll be right back with our movie review after we step to these messages
can cut a boat's face. I want to thank all of you for making it possible for me to go to college. I won't let you down. Your tuition check bounced. My tuition check bounced? Wake up, wake up, wake up. Get out of my room. Yo, without even hearing my plan. Side! A house party. House party? The mother of house parties, man. A pajama jammy jam. <laughs> All proceeds going to the Christopher Robinson Scholarship Fund. Yo, what up, Black? What's going on, man? Name Jamal. Do me a favor. What? Talk white. Love the rap. Everybody know about this part, but the three of you. I know, Grandma. What up with that? Oh, babe. Baby! I want to move. What up with that? You look good. Kid and Play. Full Force. Tisha Campbell. Iman. Queen Latifah. And Martin Lawrence. It's the slamminess party ever. House Party 2. House Party 2, a 1991 American comedy sequel to the 1990 film House Party, returns most of the cast from the first film, such as mm -hmm. Kid and Play, Full mm -hmm. Force, Martin Lawrence, Tisha Campbell, along with new cast members such as Queen Latifah, Iman, and very famous entertainers such as Tony, 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 and Ralph Tresvant. In contrast to the original, House Party 2 focuses less on the party aspect of the plot. Instead, it focuses more on the characters' personal lives, ranging from dating to education and career ambitions. And unlike the first, this one is directed by Doug McHenry and George Jackson. House Party 2, Toya Haynes' selection for... This stop on the Michelle mission in the magical month of June. Toya, what say you of House Party 2? First of all, I loved House Party 2 when I saw it in the theater. So this came mm -hmm. out in 91? 91, 91. 91. So I was a junior in high school. Okay, so I love this. I had a huge crush on Kid. Mm, loved, really? I did a huge crush on Kid. I mean, pictures in the locker are like ridiculous. Um, love Kid and Play. So I was really excited about seeing this film. And I remember really loving this film when it came out. Um, but being a Michelle Mission fan, I've been spoiled and schooled. <laughs> oh, you gonna put it on us. <laughs> <laughs> they ruined some, no. They even ruined some things for me. But I think what's been great about listening to you guys is that I actually, and I've, I've mentioned this, I noticed certain things about films that I may not have noticed before. And mm -hmm. also sometimes just as you get older and you return mm -hmm. to those sure. before that you know you grew up with You're right like, no way that's a little strange i will say that what i really noticed about this film is that it's very obvious that it's a different director mm -hmm. it's very obvious there's so many things that are like drastically different like the first three you can tell they're all different like in the way that they're made um this one was how can i put it a little bit more campy, like with those sound effects, mm -hmm, like mm -hmm. in certain scenes, you yeah, know, and certain yeah. things that they did um, that they would not have done, you know, in the first movie. I don't think the Hudlin brothers would have done a lot of the things, you know, that were done in House Party 2. I still like this movie, but there's certain things in the movie that I'm like, wait, what? Mm, mm. Anything in particular that stands out? Um, the, the 
chase scene. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. At the end. The chase scene at the end was so odd to <laughs> me. And I didn't realize how odd it was. And I think it was the first time, because like I said, I was a junior in high school. So then I realized that kid was running after the guy that was trying to get Sydney drunk to like sexually assault her. It got real rapey all of a sudden. It got real rapey. And like real all of a sudden. Like real fast. Like get her, you're saying get her drunk. But like when that one wasn't working, he actually grabbed her and was pulling her away. Yeah. And I don't know what I thought was happening when I was a kid. Yeah. But like that was so alarming this time. Why did the faculty hall have rooms with beds in it? (laughs) I guess you take a nap between classes. I don't know. Like, I didn't understand. Like, yeah. that's the dining hall. <laughs> why are people having sex in the beds in the room? Like, why are there beds in the rooms to have sex in is what I'm saying. Yeah, like, yeah, why yeah, was yeah. that? That was odd to me. Um, I hadn't even thought about that until this very moment. <laughs> that's, that's, it's true. Right. It was a whole suite of rooms upstairs in the dining hall. There was yeah. so much randomness mm-hmm. in that scene. And it was, I think because it was towards the end of the movie, it's just... Sometimes you're like, okay, are they having a difficult yeah. time wrapping, mm-hmm. wrapping things up? Mm-hmm. up? Right, like, right. Like someone throws a blow up doll at play. Like, yeah. why? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Why? Yeah. Like, there's so many things that just don't make sense. Yes. So it just seems like that was very odd to me. But there are a lot of things about this movie that I do love. Okay. Um, it's very obvious that M- this uh, soundtrack was on MCA Records because MCA artists are all up and throughout mm-hmm. um, from being on the wall and I'm about to say mm-hmm. <laughs> a BBD poster right. I noticed in the record store there's a bunch of Alexander O'Neill posters <laughs> right. which really which, made how me often do you record- see that yeah it made me miss record stores so much yeah. um, you know I'm going to bring up Ralph Tresvent mm-hmm. he had Ralph Tresvent CDs he was putting up mm-hmm. <laughs> he was pricing I noticed I noticed um even when Bilal was was DJing the party, you know, he had like the records. Like, mm-hmm. I, like I used mm-hmm. to DJ, so like I remember yeah. like putting like certain records that you loved or whatever you were playing like in the front. So it was like a Ralph one, it was a Pebbles one, you know, all that kind of stuff. So it was it was neat to see like all the MCA artists and how they and Johnny Gill was up there too. Mm-hmm. Everybody but Bobby and Bobby was on MCA, but we don't. I don't know. What I don't about. think Bobby needed the Bobby needed the house it. party to publicity. Thing. I thought. Um, it was funny to see Queen Latifah in this element because I feel like it's been a long time since we've seen Queen Latifah as the same rapper she was when she first came out. Right. You know what right, I mean? Right, like, right. Because this is very early. Exactly. It's very early. So it's like in Jungle Fever, she was kind of like the Queen Latifah that you may have assumed she right, was. Right. Whereas in Alice Party 2, it's like, oh, it's Queen Latifah playing Queen Latifah. Right. Right. <laughs> right. right. It was weird when she started rapping. It was like, <laughs> wow, she's rapping. I Right. I was like, oh yeah, that was, right. a, that was a thing. Right, right, right. <laughs> right. Queen Latifah used to rap in those hats. Right, in the same hat. Oh yes, yes. <laughs> um, no one mentioned Cameron, <laughs> Jamal. Yes. Who used to be in a group called Young Black Teenagers that was on Def Jam. Yes, yes, yes. A very ironic. Yes. Group. yes, yes. Who was he was Kid's roommate. He was in like a good part of the film. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I think um. That's if that's one of those things that I think about in the movie that's like things that flew back then that would not fly now. Right. Right. What him being in the movie or him being not or him just being his in the role, movie. like like is the white guy who oh. kinda in me all well, although I thought a lot of it was accurate. Yeah. 
Yeah. But I think, but I, I more so the fact that he was in a group called Young Black Teenagers. Oh, that, oh that you was, meant that one? Yeah, right. that was yeah. named by Russell Simmons. Like Russell right. Simmons gave him that name. Right, right, right. I mean, but but to, to be but to be fair, that doesn't come up in the movie. It doesn't. No, right, right, but right. But it made sense. Where it was like, oh, you know who'd be perfect for this besides MC Search? Right. <laughs> right. Know, let's put your, let's put Cameron in it. Right. Um. So yeah, that's another one of those things. But I I still love it. I think. Oh, one thing I want to mention which is another Michelle Mission thing that I noticed. Mm-hmm. I love the scenes between Kid and Mister Lee, played by Tony Burton. Mm-hmm. Mm, Tony Burton, yes. I love that. Mm-hmm. Of Rocky fame. Yeah. Oh, I, yeah. Yeah. I really felt like, and you've said before that you didn't feel like maybe they were the best actors, but I feel like with him, with NCs, with Tony Burton, mm-hmm. um, and the more seasoned actors, Kid actually did really well mm. like, in those scenes. Okay. And I think those were just the dimensions of, of college and the different messages. This is also around the time we were watching Different World. Yeah, it was very... Kids, yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's, I forgot about 91. Were, yeah, a mm-hmm. lot of us were thinking like, maybe I should, you know, college seems like a good idea. Black mm-hmm. colleges, like, like this wasn't necessarily a black college, no, but... it was not a black college. It wasn't, but this was around the time where, you know, it was very popular to start thinking about, like, how great college mm-hmm. could that's be right. and the college experience could yeah. be. But I really love those scenes with Tony Burton so much. What about you, Vince? I liked it. I mean, look. Speaking of the the tonality, the one creator you didn't mention was the screenwriter, Rusty Kondiov, who Mm. we have talked about before. Mm -hmm. And we have talked about those tonal kind of incongruities, if you will. In something like Sprung, right, which was his, his which is which is his, which is his big. So, so like, there's actually a moment in in House Party Two where the Miles character was that his name Miles, the like the villain, yes, the dude, yes, where he has a wolf mask, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. which made me think of there's a moment in Sprung where the guys actually transform right into dogs. So, like all those sound effects, and all of that. I lay that at the feet of Rusty Kandioff, mm-hmm. and that's like his deal. And in my mind, that speaks to a generalized feeling I had that almost the filmmakers didn't trust House Party, yeah. if you will. Like, like I think the 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 genius of of the original House Party is that it was fun. Mm-hmm. It, it was, there was a lightness and an airiness that mm-hmm. ran through it. Mm-hmm. But Robin Harris, you know, g- grounded with Robin Harris, which, you know, unfortunately they didn't have a Robin Harris in yeah, this he one. he passed away not long after the film. But there was this very deliberate realism to it mm-hmm. that is not in here. Or it's in here and then it leaves, like, I still don't think Kid is that great of an actor. Mm-hmm. But I kind of bought him in this film as this kind of overwhelmed kid. Like, my dad has died. I'm 18 years old. Like, I actually really like the scene at the church where the church has put this money together to give him a scholarship. And you can tell the pressure that he is under. Mm-hmm. And then when he goes to school, like, mm-hmm. I like that aspect of the film, but it didn't stay on him. It didn't stay on that part of it. Likewise, uh, we're big Tisha Campbell fans here. And I think if there is one great crime between House Party and House Party 2, it's that Sydney 
is not really in the film yeah. as one of the real characters. Right. Like, she's really sidelined. She's a plot device. And it's a shame because I think there's a version of this film that stays with Kid and stays with Sydney as they're freshmen, as they just, they've gotten here, as they're sort of overwhelmed. There's this wonderful, I almost see it as a book end scene where Sydney is going to go to the, to the uh, pajama jammy jam and she puts on what's really this sort of ridiculous <laughs> Queen Latifah's clothes. Afro, but, but it's like <laughs> Queen Latifah's clothes as envisioned by someone. Mm hmm. Who is looking at Queen Latifah but doesn't quite understand what Queen Latifah... Mm -hmm. Like, maybe I need another onk. And, <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. And Queen Latifah calls her. You know, she says, Zora, you know, Queen Latifah's character, Zora, you know, who are you, Mrs. Kunta Kente? <laughs> but there is this sense that Sydney is trying to figure it out, yeah. too. And that sort of naturalism isn't trusted. Mm -hmm. And I think part of the reason it isn't trusted is that. It's it's easier to lean on the farce. Exactly. I, I think it's easier to lean on the farce. And, you know, frankly, <clears throat> I suspect it was easier to get the farce financed. That's the mm -hmm. other part. Like, I don't know how much how you're going to sell House Party to producers as mm -hmm. basically a, a, we're going to do the learning tree. Right. But with the right. cast from House Party. Right. I still like Kid and Play together. Like, I like their little relationship. Again, I still understand why people thought they would be a thing as a duo. Play he has his own little deal where he's trying to figure it out. I actually really like the car conceit. I remember the first time I saw the car mm -hmm. deal, and I did not see it coming at the end with the fur four kid. And I thought that was I thought that was cute. Much like you, I think it completely unravels. Like if you look at my notes, like, like it's so funny. Like my notes are like, you know, this isn't that bad. Like I, you know, this is all like it's you know, it's not fences. You know, this isn't that bad. And then. The last 20 minutes, ironically, once you get to the party part, the whole thing just sort of unravels yeah. and they don't kind of know what to do with it. So that ultimately, I, I, I still thought it was all like I, I thought it was all right. I thought it was OK. And Lynn, you think. Well, first, a little piece of transparency, ladies and gentlemen, Um we posted earlier today to social media that we were going to be reviewing House Party 2 this evening. And, uh, and Toya, you'll correct me if I'm wrong. I believe via social media, we actually heard from a <laughs> member of Kid and Play. Yes. Uh, was it not, was it Kid and or Play or it was, was it, kid. it was Kid, Christopher Reed. Yes. Who, AKA Christopher Reed. AKA Christopher Reed, who hit us up on uh social media, just like in a comment, and just said, Ha ha ha, better be a good review. Did I am I, am I getting that correct? Buddy. Yes, <laughs> buddy. Topped it off with a buddy. <laughs> Topped it off with a buddy. Because it's friendly. It's of course. Friendly. Of course. <laughs> so it is at this point that I invite you, Mr. Reed. To perhaps turn down the sound. Does anyone want anything? <laughs> I forever have had one indelible memory of House Party 2. 
since the first time I saw it. The first time I saw House Party, no, there's actually the, from the second memory from House Party too. Yes, the second time this was actually the second time I saw it. The first time I saw it was I believe with like a, a group of friends here in Philadelphia. It was mm-hmm. whatever, whatever. Went and saw it. We would laugh and joke and we didn't even care. The second time I saw it was maybe about three weeks later. Mm-hmm. I'm walking down Walnut Street. No, Chestnut Street in Philadelphia. And there's this young lady walking across the street from me. She's listening to her walk, man. We lock eyes. We both stick out our tongues at each other. Uh, I then go over there. I talk to her for a couple of minutes. She says she's not about to do anything. I'm not about to do anything. Hey, let's go and dip in to this movie theater and watch House Party 2. So we dipped into House Party 2. Somewhere around the middle of the movie... We looked up and kid kid at this point in the movie is realizes that both play and Bilal are on the campus and he's running around looking for them and kid bursts into his room and at this point House Party 2 becomes a porno. <laughs> We've not talked. Yeah, you're right. We've not talked about it because the first one was was the first one rated R. The first one was rated R. The first what? one was rated R, but it was rated R mostly because of language. Yeah, right, right. So much language. Yeah, right. But go ahead. Go ahead. But I'm this sorry. Be, it, yeah. this oh, yeah. ain't this ain't language. Yeah. Oh yeah. There is a woman's behind in. I think a thong. I I I'm not sure. I mean, they freeze frame it. Well, I, I was about to say. I was about to say. I wasn't sure because all I saw was the buttocks. But then when the freeze frame happened, mm-hmm. and I could see that, oh, there's a thong right there, strategically mm-hmm. placed over certain bits. Okay, I see what's happening here. This feels out of place, and I'm like, yo, I'm not a prude. I'm, a, but I'm like. Hmm, that don't seem house party-ish to me, you know? Um, because I was a 20-year-old, 21-year-old guy, has always been in my mind since I ever saw house party. That to, I, I didn't really... Lynn is a complicated I'm guy. I'm a complicated guy. I could, the only other thing I remember about the movie, I remember Cameron, I remember Queen Latifah, I remember the pajama jammy jam. I honestly forgot that Ralph Transvant was in this movie. So so watching this again, I'm watching it, I'm taking it in, but now I have that thought in my mind, like, one, when does that show up in the movie? <laughs> but then, two, I'm like, did it really come so out of left field mm-hmm. as I felt? Yeah. And honestly, it doesn't. Because just like to your point, Vince, where this film has a totally different vibe and it doesn't have the sincerity of the first one or the joyfulness of the first one or the fun of the first one, this movie comes across very crass to me. Mm -hmm. Like, there is so... I mean, I I know the image that play is... trying to present in this movie like as as his character but he is talking so much about getting a woman mm-hmm. like he is so much about getting skins it's so much about how he is god's gift you see the scene with him in the record store and he's got the women's legs up in the air um uh 
there is probably just as much profanity in this film and again i'm not approved but with that on top of that type of imagery and speaking of women in this movie uh it just really just came off like it just felt real icky to me right Mm -hmm. again also like you said it doesn't have the same sincerity it has these stupid sound effects so they're going for like like the like baseline humor it's not it's not character driven at all right um you know full force they're they're back again (laughs) and god bless them they're just doing their own they're, they're doing their shtick you know, you know, it's, it's what got them in the first one. So they're going to, re, you know, wash, rinse, repeat, you know. Um, and I actually saw a, a video where Full Force was talking about, hey, we basically rewrote our whole script and just did, you know, and just did what we did before. It's like, right. we can tell. So, <laughs> so I mean, so there, there's that. And then there is also the the totally missing mismatched tones of play a kid you know like you said Vince trying to learn about how to maneuver on college but also trying to deal with what college means what college Mm -hmm. is teaching you Mm -hmm. right and that's running totally congruent against everything that play is doing but you've got to have play because it is a kid and play movie so now you've got these two worlds that just bumping up against one another and then when they all come together at the college it absolutely makes absolutely no sense and it's just it's just a a smorgasbord of of i think like i said the word for me is like crassness it just really just came off as just really like like i felt dirty watching this movie <laughs> and and i think another reason why i felt that is in on display in the music that is on display you talked about queen latifah rapping in this you talk about ralph tresvant who does sing but also raps in this you talk about cameron who raps in this and if you listen to all of their rhymes even Ralph Tresvant's yeah, rhymes. I know where you're going with this. These rhymes are on a wholly different level, lyrically and subject line, from when Kid and Play do about four seconds of bars at the end of this this show. And the beauty of Kid and Play, the, the in first house party. They know they're not the greatest rappers. Their producer Herb knows they're not the greatest rappers. He, he you know, he, he he created this group, but he made sure that to surround them about with people who couldn't rap as good as them or better. Queen Latifah can eat up most dudes, right? And Ralph, Ralph knows his way around a lyric. And let's also yeah. mention that uh, the movie opens with rated R. I was about yes. to say Ralph is spitting. It's yeah. not even kidding. Play Ralph, in the beginning. It's not even kidding. It's not even kidding. Play in the beginning. It's Whoopi Goldberg. Yeah, randomly. Which means yeah. that kid is not even the rapper in his own dreams. In his own dreams. <laughs> <laughs> Just really, really right. sad. Just sad. You know in what I'm saying? Dream, Ralph oh. is ready. <laughs> This was Toya's dream. Right, right, right. (laughs) Kid is in my dream. Right, right. But Ralph is rapping. Right. (laughs) So I'm like, and and then the mismatched tones continue even with that rapping part because 
there is so much plot in this movie that kid can't divorce himself from the plot to just do a rap song right he has to be distracted by what's happening so he can't even be joyful there you know what i mean so like the movie doesn't even want to give them the rap moment that you're waiting for they did have a dance move but and but that's where the direction lets them down yeah because Mm -hmm. it's badly that's it's right. probably choreographed great because they're good yeah. dancers, but it's filmed horribly. You can't appreciate and, it. And and he and I thought it was the worst mistake that they made mm-hmm. as directors because now I have something to actually compare one to one with the first with one. house party. Right. I'm so proud of myself that I've gone this long without talking about the absolute crime that AJ Johnson isn't in this. Exactly. Exactly. So, you know, Sydney has to just sort of grab somebody out the crowd that somehow they're perfectly choreographed oh, yeah. and yeah. they dance together. Right, right. But then you're absolutely right. Look, I actually wrote in here, it's an hour in, Kid and Play have not rapped, nor have they danced. Mm-hmm. And then we, when you, like you said, as rappers, Kid and Play are great dancers. Right. That's their deal. Right. Then you, the, the, the direction lets that down. So you can't like there were there were there was this shot from above where it was just showed him and it, it just was looked, like jumping right it just mm-hmm. kind of, they're like kind of shuffling but you could tell that the dance moves were more intricate but because of the direction of the shot we can't because of the shot see you can't it. appreciate it no then there's all these people around and and it it really was it it, it made me want to go back to the first to the, to the similar scene from House Party. Right. Which did it so much better. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's so many, I can't even say it's missed opportunities because I just honestly think it's just too much story. And that speaks to, like you mentioned, Rusty Condif, his, his writing. He definitely goes for more of the sophomoric jokes. Um, I, I being a, a Three Stooges devotee, I got what he was trying to do at the end with the chase scene. Mm -hmm. They just don't know how to do it. That's mm. the problem with it. And they don't know how to they don't know how to just do a fun, dumb chase scene. I mean, it was it's all set up. I mean, play is running around with Groucho Marx hair the whole whole movie. <laughs> so like it's all set up for you to do the Marx Brothers bit, but they don't know how to pull it off and they can't get out of their way because they still gotta cram in sex jokes. They gotta se- cram in there is a cr- a cringe worthy about minute to two minutes of this film of guys just watching women's butts walk by. That was cringy. Yeah. What I will say, though, was funny, not funny, but haha about it, in a way, was it was part of one of the scenes that was a throwback to the first house party. Right, right, mm-hmm. right. Meaning right. Not, not the women, not that part, not that part, but the part where, because um, the, the group Groove Be Chill. Yes, yeah, be yeah, chill. yeah, yes. So the guy that played Groove, yes. who was drunk, yes. and had to carry, mm-hmm. and, you yeah, know, yeah. he's now very learned, and he has his <laughs> right, bow tie, right, right. you know, and these other guys are standing there drunk, you know, and he's like, my brothers, it is not good <laughs> to be, you know. Yeah. So I thought that was funny. Now, that shot, was really ridiculous. You like yeah, the shot right. and all the crotch shots. Like that was yeah. unnecessary. Um, but I did. That was one of the the throwbacks 
Yeah, the original mm-hmm. movie. The whole thing with Daryl, Daryl Chill, Dar- right, right, Chill bumps into the yeah. Um, Wiz, their DJ Wiz was in there. Mm-hmm. Um, so there were like some funny moments that like threw back to the first one, but I do agree that was crazy. that was actually the same big dude having sex. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. In the faculty hall, in the faculty hall, in the bedrooms upstairs Why with with a college student. And the reason we know it is because he kept saying it as they were having sex. Yes, this you that true. college stuff. It was like. This feels inappropriate. It was weird. Did you notice in the college his name was um, Harris. Harris University? Yeah, yeah, I didn't understand. Yeah. The reason probably why AJ Johnson wasn't in here because I did my deep dive on Kid to Play. Yeah, because there's something else I'm going to be talking about in a little Go bit. Ahead. Is because they actually didn't want Full Force and Martin Lawrence to be in this film. They were going to give, you know, he was going to go to college, and they were going to give them a new best friend, probably who was probably would have been maybe Cameron. I don't know. Mm-hmm. They didn't really say. But at this point, Kid and Play, who admittedly had blown up in the year between House Party and House Party 2, um, had a little bit more stroke. So they're like, nah, we want Martin Lawrence in there. We want Full Force in there. And they probably just couldn't pull right, right. A.J. Johnson. Yeah. Right. Who I kind of like Martin Lawrence in this. Yeah, Martin, La- Martin Lawrence reason. is the best part yeah. of this movie. Yeah, he's kind of yeah. like the voice of yeah, reason and, and like the moral compass. Point. He is. I like. <laughs> I like the part. And I remember when I used to watch this back in the day. I actually did used to rewind this a lot. It's the part where he's in the back of the car and they kid and play just got them fighting each other. Mm-hmm. And he's like, you know what I think? And they're like, shut up, Bilal. He's like, hey. I will both y'all. <laughs> right, that part used to crack right. me up. Yeah. Oh. Ain't gonna be too many more. Ain't gonna be too right, many. Right. I will both. I right. think that was so funny. So yeah, yeah. I like a good part of this. Film. I like the part where he is basically telling like, like kid, like dude, he stole your check. <laughs> Knock him the fuck out. Yes. I'm yes. Like, like, that's real talk. And like, look at you. Like, right. this, yeah, he was such a good fight. And of course, they get into a fight. They get into an actual fist Finally, fight. Finally, it needed to happen. But then it's over. And they don't show the fight. Well, I can, I, I, I'm fine with not showing the fight. I was about yeah. to say, I don't know how much yeah, fight I choreography I want to see between kid and play. <laughs> I'd rather see a dance off, honestly, right. True. <laughs> than a fight. Right. True. I, yeah, so at the end of the day, as much as I want to still have fond memories of this movie, mm-hmm. I really just left this movie like, wow, this I I didn't like it. I didn't I did not like it at all. I just felt it was really left a bad taste in my mouth. There is something about these characters. Like, I think the characters have built up so much goodwill with me from House Party that I just kind of wanted to see. It's it's see where they ended up. Like, when I watched, when I finished watching this, it said, you, you know, next, I know you don't want to talk about it, but House Party 3. Mm-hmm. And I did not watch House Party 3. Yeah. However, there is a scene, in, because between House Party 2 and House Party 3, now Tisha Campbell is... Uh, you know, this is now in the Martin era, so you, Tish Campbell's not going to show up for this dinky movie. But she has a couple of cameos. And I actually did fast forward to the moment between Kid and Sydney, And it was like you watch them grow up. Mm. And and y- you can't really defend it along quality lines. But I did kind of... Yeah, I like seeing these characters. I like seeing... And... It did melt my heart a little bit when kids, I mean, when Play sold his car 
and then his license plate said for kid and play. He had to redeem himself because yeah. when he showed up at the gravesite, come back with some honeys in it. Yeah. I was I think I have this in here just I think all I just wrote was, you know what, play is the worst. Like <laughs> that's all I can say at that moment. Play is pretty was, terrible. Play is the he worst. is. But I like that they lean into it though. I like play bad, is actually the worst. The worst. Like I love we talk about the big thing, him stealing the money. I love the fact that consistently throughout the film until the end, Play is trying to convince him not to go to college. Yeah, and the way we'll get you out of this is we need you to do something criminal. Right. Why? Like, I don't understand. Like, oh, Play's worse. Yeah, because remember, Play starts off, you know, once Kid does go to college, he's like, well, you know, really... We don't need him. Cause like I <laughs> right, I'm right, really the one who right, wrote right, the joint. Yeah, yeah. So we we're really good right now. Yeah. Yeah. We play. See, this is this is why for this is why for years I didn't like play. Now you know it is a movie though. It is. <laughs> it, it is. But it, it 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 baked into my brain. I didn't I did not like, like play. These people, you, well his, you know Billy D. Williams talks about that. <laughs> like like people come up here and talk crazy to him. For years, because the Empire Strikes Back. And he's like, now you know that was a character. <laughs> right, right. I didn't really betray Han Solo. He doesn't exist. I had to... I had to come to Jesus moment. But in doing my deep dive of Kid and Play... <laughs> I, love, I love that you've done this research. I have. What Kid and Play. I have. And, and, and listening to... Like to hours and hours of DJ Vlad in interviews with them. Oh, I'm okay. sorry. Um, well, you know, I, um, he seems to really like Kid. Um, the stories. But... I've come around on play a little bit. Okay. Because I know that play, you know, he, um, you know, he had a, he was basically like a, a before Ken and play, he basically was like a, like a street dude. Like he was just, just out there, like, like robbing and stealing. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and then Ken and play straightened him out, got into, you know, Got a little left, um, then found Jesus, and now he's like this hip hop historian, like at different colleges and okay. stuff. And I was listening to him talk about that. Like, he was there, but and that's the thing, yeah. he was there. Yeah. And when I listened to him talk about it from that perspective, and him dropping jewels and and information mm-hmm. on people, um, I was like. All right, man, I got, I got to, I got to have respect for you, dog. And the, the one, and funny, the big thing that really turned it around on me, two things. One is that he gave props to Lady B from here from Philadelphia, Mm -hmm. um, and Philadelphia itself as being as much as New York is considered like, you know, the birthplace of, you know, hip hop. He was like, but it was really Philly that put it really on the map on the FM dial and he, and he big up lady B. Mm-hmm. So I had to, I had to give some love for that. And then, um, like the bull who was interviewing him said like, you know, you looking good. You looking good. He's like, yo man, that's like, you know, that's nothing but the, the Lord and just for men dog. But it's real. <laughs> and I was like, yo, that's real dog. That's real talk. I'm like, I play, I might, I might 
might roll with you, play. I might roll with you, play. I'm, 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 I'm turning around on you, play. You, you, oh well, that's. I, I like you, play. You, you cool. I was always a kid, dude. Like yes, kid, yes. like I, I oh, like. Well, I mean, you, nice. you can't not like kid. It's I mean, nice. there's peace between house Lynn and house play. <laughs> I'm glad to see that that's happened for you. I am too. Cause I like that journey for you. I was, you know, I've been concerned for years about lending this play situation. So, well, I remember when you talked about when we, yeah, Omar and Dorian, we sat down with them, and like before we turned on the mic, somehow Kid and Play came on, and I it like came up, and I went into my play jag. <laughs> And Omar put his hand on my on my shoulder. He's like, "Dog, this is personal. <laughs> it's personal for you, dog." <laughs> like when he was telling the story earlier about seeing the girl, I was like, and then play came down the street and took the girl. <laughs> like I kept waiting for the plot twist. It's like me and Johnny Gill, like when we were talking about Johnny Gill. Yes, right. <sighs> yes. And then Johnny comes along. Right, right, right. <laughs> Um, I would like to revisit something that you and I discussed during the first house party. And okay. The possibility. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> you know what? I forgot the detail that their grandmother got them the job. Yes. And I think that Rusty Kandia, who, regardless of what we said about his script, I actually like him. I think he's a smart guy. Mm-hmm. And I feel as if, though, he saw that in the first one and said, I need to diffuse this a little bit. <laughs> okay, well, you got to fill people in with what exactly y'all were referencing. We talked about the sexual tension <laughs> between what, what's the brother's name? Stab. Between Stab in Full Force and Kid. And I've actually watched House Party several times since that episode, and it's 100% there. This energy between Stab and Kid. And I looked for it, and I didn't see it. Well, there is a moment that I would like to bring your attention. <laughs> One of the lines that I actually do like from the uh, movie is um, Helen Mar- Helen. Helen Martin. Helen, Helen Martin. Martin. Yeah, yeah. Great. When he was like, I, was... I don't even go to school and I know about this damn party. I yeah. So funny. Yes. Um, who plays their grandmother. But when they get the job at the university and they walk up on Cam and Kid, Stab is the one to pick Kid up. <laughs> and then he says to him about Cam, who is this man, your girlfriend? He sure does. Sure and does. and he sounds jealous. Harpo! <laughs> who this Who this woman? <laughs> <laughs> he was the one that did he was he, and did, you see he way, did say it and the way he was looking at cam was like mm-hmm. <laughs> oh this what you like oh this what you like see see <laughs> this what you left us for and when he get on he leave ass for a white girl <laughs> with dreads see 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 you had all this right here all this muscle. All, all, all this muscle. Okay. He was the one that. Okay. Did. Okay. That the 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 detail with the grandmother made me drop my guard, but you were on it. I was on it. All right. Well. <laughs> <laughs> 
I don't remember that being talked about in the Vlad interview. With <laughs> it might be on the deleted scenes. Cause it's it's real and it's thick in the first one. Like once once you see it, you can't unsee it. Yeah, especially the part in jail. And you're yeah. Like, well, why? Is that <laughs> right. Part? Right. Oh yeah. Hmm. Can we talk about the false? sense of security that Ralph probably got from being in this movie <laughs> thinking that everything's going to be alright now was this before or after Mo Money this is before alright so I guess he I guess right he probably did think the, just, this was his joint he was saying, and by he, Mo Money he knew that it this don't necessarily work out when you have a movie soundtrack you know <laughs> he was jaded by Mo Money <laughs> You know, well, you're going to get me on my eyes. <laughs> Think about more money is that that was, that was produced by Jam and Lewis. Yes. Charlie, which, you know, Boomerang was produced by, you know, mm-hmm. Made Face and then over here, yeah, Jam and Lewis. I personally like the Little Money soundtrack much better. Yeah. I just, I love that soundtrack so much. Um, and I think one thing that they've always done for Ralph in everything they've produced is like they've always given him like the best stuff. And I think that with this one, not sorry, not that one. With the song of more money, they gave him an up tempo. Mm-hmm. This they had an up tempo. I don't know who produced Yo Baby Yo Baby Yo. Um, I'm unaware of the ends. Well, Hank Shockley did a lot of stuff, so he yeah, might have done it. Um, but it goes back to my point that I bring up on my podcast that Ralph should have always led with an up tempo. Mm. Sensitivity. Sensitivity. Which I don't hate. But you don't hate the white linen. Yeah, and then following it up with do what I gotta like, do. Like, he just never had a shot. You just never had a. Meanwhile, Johnny Gill is rubbing you the right way. Yeah. My, my, my. Dancing and doing stuff he on was, the floor. He was and dancing. He was. His shirt was open. Dancing harder than Bobby. Had on like some dress shoes. In the video. <laughs> Sparkly, sparkly Johnny vest. Gill is moving so fast in the Rub You the Right Way video. Uh, I haven't seen that video in forever. Um, so, <laughs> Toya. Don't get me started. I was in a good mood. We were talking about how Ralph always gets the short end of the stick. <laughs> Would you recommend that people watch House Party 2? Stand by your man. Right. I absolutely I love it. House Party 2 is a fun time. Like, it really is a fun time. And if you saw the first one and never saw the second one, I'd be like, oh, yeah, absolutely watch the second one. Well, you know it's the third one, huh? (laughs) What about the third one? What about the third one? I feel, you know what I feel like with this movie? I feel like, in a way be wrong about this but kind of like you know with the bill cosby Sidney Poitier movies it's like you know they had a uptown saturday night let's do it again pc mm-hmm. action mm-hmm. by the time they get to the pc action it's like mm-hmm. yeah i feel like they jump straight from like uptown saturday night to pc action oh almost now i like house party too but because of like the flaws and the things we talked about it's like ah it doesn't it doesn't travel as it well. doesn't age well. It doesn't age as well as House Party does. So that's what I mean by that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the third one. As much as I love House Party, that's how much I hate House Party. And how do you how how does class act fit into this? It does not. It doesn't fit in. I know. Honestly, I really. 
I don't even remember it. I watched it. I had the movie poster and everything. I right. just remember I that, that I was a huge fan kid that has like just the 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 plots. right right. Mm. Yeah, Class Act is actually a high concept film. I don't remember because it's mistaken. It. Remember that it's mistaken. I I can't believe I'm the class act expert in this room. <laughs> yeah. But actually, I can believe it. Kid plays a nerdy kid mm-hmm. who goes to this school and gets into an advanced the the advanced mm-hmm. classes. Right and play is is a criminal okay who gets transferred to the school and through movie stuff their records get switched so that play ends up in the advanced classes and kid ends up with the criminals and then hijinks ensue and then there's some reason that they have to keep up the facade and karen parsons from um the fresh prince of bel-air is involved I really don't remember. And I had the movie poster and everything. Because I was a huge fan. But yeah. Like, I don't, I'm not seeing And the hair now. is actually a plot point. Yeah, I do. Because I, Kid I, yeah. has, has to twist mm. his hair so that it looks. And I remember Play's character, I think, was named Blade. It was subtle. Because he, he was a criminal. And then he had to, he had to twist his joint up, joints up. Vince, would you recommend people watch House Party 2? recommend is so strong like because when you say recommend it's like go out and see it and and see like but like almost look for it Mm -hmm. i'm gonna give a passive recommendation and what i mean by that is this so so much like today when it went right to house party three if you've just watched house party on your streaming service of choice and then it comes up rec- you know now you might want to watch this i would recommend it you know what i'm going to backtrack much like you just said if you enjoyed house party and you enjoyed these characters i would recommend it just to sort of see where they like i think there's enough in there to justify sitting through an hour in like 30 minutes and you sir and you, of man. course no right all right i'm just <laughs> Cut to the chase. No, no not even if you liked House Party, like you would say. You no, would I think if, if, if you like House Party, and I like I did. Yeah, right. I enjoyed House Party. I think take House Party for what it is, mm-hmm. enjoy it for what it is, mm-hmm. and then leave it alone. Right, it stands alone because much like a lot of sequels, not all sequels, but a lot of sequels, this one goes left. Let's put it this way. If this was 1995, I would be recommending House Party. House Party 2. It's 2021. This does not age well at all to me. That's true. And and because of that, I would say, no, don't watch it. Just enjoy House Party. Hmm. Enjoy that. And then look at Kid and Play music videos if you really like them. Because that's really what, I mean, that's what it's about. It is bizarre, though. I mean, yes, George Cremona. Yes, I'm saying this is like the Matrix. It went left it, with. Uh, it is, but we we talked about this a bit with I Got the Hookup. It is bizarre. You have these films that somehow have generated a series. Well, I mean, but like I, I am fat. It's 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 you know it's almost like it's it's almost like at the end of. So is beneath the second planet of the apes movie? Are you talking about the original? The original, right? No, I thought it was. Re- 
It's the Planet of the Apes. It's Planet of the Apes, and and I think Beneath is if Beneath isn't the name of it, but it's the one where Charlton Heston put in his contract that they would blow up the planet at the end so that okay. there wouldn't be any more. But then it made so much money that they had to figure out how to keep making Planet of the Apes movies. I think you're right. And I think went, third, the third one, I think, is Return. Right, right. And then they, they then it kind of got really bizarre. Mm-hmm. It's really bizarre to me that somehow they kept making house party movies. Well, like the fact that they me. handed it off to Immature. Well, that's because... No, I mean, I know why. But yeah. it's it's like it's just sort of bizarre storytelling to me. So I do think that there is a type of person that that kind of weird stuff appeals to them. Well, one not necessarily weird. People be completists. It's like, oh, there's House Party Five. Oh, there's four other ones. So you know, how many are there for real? Like, in, I think there's in, five. The, in the I think there, that I, I, don't live in? I, I think there's five. There's five. Are After you on epics. Straight to epics. I think one of them was on BET. Three. I think one of them was like a BET. Yeah, yeah. But we are only responsible for three because only three were released to the theater. In the theater, and like, I I mean, I I don't know if we should wait to the end, but I've been waiting to say this the whole episode. You're one hundred percent coming and doing the third one. Yes. Oh no! No, 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 you're one hundred percent. Like you gotta finish. I. You gotta finish. I I respect my time too much, <laughs> and what I expose myself to. You gotta come to do this because you... I will be so angry. <laughs> well, that's that's what you have I will to be come. in the worst mood. And I'm not. <laughs> I do not like being in a bad mood. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. All right, just get ready for yes. Pissed off toy. Okay. All right. Pissed off. All right. I'm mad just thinking about it. That's a lot of heat for House Party 3. I'm going to be angry. Okay. So tune in next week. (laughs) I like that. But. Alas. Alas. For now, we have House Party 2, ladies and gentlemen. Hey, go check it out. You know, two out of three recommend that you see House Party um, 2. And hopefully, kid it's okay with that. I mean, he'll be fine. He'll be fine. <laughs> he'll be all right. He made three. He'll be fine. Yeah. And hey. I'm, I'm sure he's heard. And cameoed, I think, in five. I think he's heard enough <laughs> that this, whatever we said. Yeah. It's like, true. Come on. Right. Toya, thank you so much for coming. Yes. Thank you for having me, guys. Absolutely. Thank Always you. a pleasure. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And your your podcast, The First Time I Heard, yes. which, which is available everywhere. Everywhere. Everywhere that you listen to the Michelle Mission is where The First Time I Heard is available. So yeah. check it out. Absolutely. Please do. Len is the producer. Uh, yes. As you should know, he's, very, he's a very excellent producer. Incredible. Thank you. Thank you very much. Um, it, your brother, Damon, is saying that Graffiti Bridge is pretty awful. Well, it is. We did Graffiti Bridge. I know. We did oh, that. We did Graffiti we did When we did our month of prints, yeah. we knocked them right out the box. Um, and it is bad. Um, all right. Well, next week on the Michelle Mission, we don't know what we're doing. <laughs> we're going to... G- Get into the lounge and we're just going to binge, 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 binge. So we'll be binge lounging next week. But if you want to get in touch with us, email us at 
Where can you email us? At mishowmission at gmail.com. Hit us up by email. Follow us and subscribe on all the social medias, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Subscribe on YouTube at mishowmission. That's where you can find us. The Michelle Mission, two men, one podcast, every black film ever made. Michellemission.com, where you can get swag to check out all of the cool designs and t-shirts and gifts that we have available for your buying pleasure by way of our good friends at T Public and the Michelle Mission is a proud member of the Podglomerate, the Podglomerate curated podcast for your earbuds. Go to thepodglomerate.com to check out all that they got. He's Vince. I'm Len. And in parting, we say, we'll see you when it's time to meet again. <laughs> <laughs>